right, guys. How are you two doing today? All well, all well. Good. Great. Great. Cool. Okay, well, let's do our next episode of Watch Talk Across the Pond. And I'll introduce you and uh, have a see what's on your wrist. So we've got um, Bill from Not A Watch Snob. Hi, Bill. What's going on, guys? How are really you? Cool. Cool. Looking really cool today about the the, the spectacles and uh, looking really the, the man. <laughs> spectacles. Um, and we've got um, Abdul from Abdullah Watches. How's it going, Hi, Abdul? Cool. Cool. Okay. So... so yeah, topic day are our Rolex prices dropping. Seems to I've seems to have picked up the vibe. A couple of videos are out there um, over the last few weeks. People sort of speculating, and just with a lot of what's happening in, in the in the world at the minute, um, etc. So it'd be an interesting one to discuss. Maybe they're not. Maybe you know, but we, we can see what we decide. But before that serious talk, we just need to see what's on the wrist. So Abdul, what have you got on yours today? I actually. Uh, got back my Alpina dress watch from Ooh. the watchmaker after service, and uh, it's, it's a very nice, uh, small uh, dress watch, but uh, I really it like it. Yeah. It's about 36, uh, 34 actually. 34. That looks really yeah. good. That thing, it is they, a vintage, they wear so well. yeah. It's from 1960. Yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. They, they, they really, those watches from the sort of 60s, like that one. Are just so beautiful. Why, why, why don't they make watches as nice as that anymore? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's just bizarre. We've gone backwards, I think, in some ways. Yeah, I agree. And the great thing about Alpina is they didn't fold to the quartz crisis. They always mm. kept mechanical watches mm-hmm. and movements. Yep. Fantastic. Fantastic. Bill, what have you got on your wrist today? In light of the topic of Rolex, I've decided to wear. My bull of a computron. Nothing to do with Rolex. Oh, well. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, yeah, I'm wearing the yeah the trapezoid. Nice. It's nice. Good uh, to really see you wearing cool. that one as well, Bill. That is a really good one. I'm going to take mine off because I, like I, I never I never show it to the camera very well, and I'm going to see if Bill can identify it so we can have a laugh at what he says. <laughs> What's that, Bill? Christopher Ward. Oh, <laughs> Oris. It's, it's the it's the Phantom made by. I can't see. You got to go a little closer. Oh, sorry, mate. There we go. Is that better? Lou and Lou and Hooray. Oh, Lou and Hooray. I wanted you to say that. I just love you saying that. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, I I love this watch. I got it such a good price secondhand. I mean, I paid paid under £60 for it, but it's just a wonderful watch. It's just, it just makes the moon watch look really expensive to me. The it's case back a... is the best part. Show them the case back. That's the part I love the oh, best. This one is it? I don't know. Really. Is it with the dog? Is that the one with the barking dog? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got the dome crystal, but the mm-hmm. yeah the case back. It's it's the helmet with the the dog being blown up by the the um, phantom plane. Yeah, show them that. I like that. Let me see that. Oh, uh, it's it's hard it's to see. To view it in it. Helmet, um, pilot's helmet. And it's got the phantom play dropping bombs on the dog, which is, I think, a skeleton. So it's obviously <laughs> yeah. it's cool. great. It is a good one. Yeah, well remembered, Bill. I, I didn't even forget what was on the back of that myself. <laughs> I've worn it for nice a memory. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, well, yeah. Um, what's happening with Rolex at the minute? And what, what, what do we think is happening? What are our predictions, et cetera? So, I, uh, after doing some research, uh, you know, I, I think that um, 
in February, if you look back at February, Rolex prices were at an all-time high. Like they mm-hmm. just started mm-hmm. increasing way too significant, like way too more. I don't know. They started increasing more than they should have, I think. And now it's starting to level out, and people are freaking out, saying, "Oh, it's gonna start dropping." But I feel like once things go up, that you know, they're, they're always gonna start leveling out eventually. So is so, it a correction? Are, are we saying because they've gone up so fast, it's a little correction? Yeah. They might come down 10%, 15%, whatever. And then they'll, they'll probably either plateau, but more likely Karen going up. Is that what we're thinking? What's That's the, what I think. I think they just fine. they increased too quickly. And with the way the world is, no one, I think it was like, there's so much confusing confusion out there and mm. not knowing what the future is going to hold that people mm. are like either going to buy a bunch of stuff or they're going to sell a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So it's like either or, you know, there's no like happy medium. So I think that like at that time, everybody was buying a bunch of things and the prices mm-hmm. went up. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's now it's like, oh, shoot. It all seemed pretty good. I think it was, I think it was, was it, I forget now, is it February that the war broke out as well? The war in Europe with Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, I, th- I think, time. I think before that a bit, I think also like, like uh, Bill was saying, uh, the, the issue is that the uncertainty. And the other issue is that the stock itself, like how many dealers have, have like go just on Chrono 24 and search for how many uh, uh, Rolex Daytona there is, how much, uh, how many Hulks there is. There are a ton of watches uh, mm-hmm. in stock. And most of these dealers were just like, okay, I, I have this watch this since one year. Uh, I will keep it because it's just going up. Like Bill mm-hmm. said, just in February, uh, like I have a lot of watches on my Chrono uh, uh, 24 uh, um, list, you know, like you can favorite list where you can see the watches and I always open this price alarm function. So I get always like if a watch jumps up in price, I get an email that's saying, ah, oh, this watch is going up. Mm-hmm. And like one of the watches that I really wanted to get was the Rolex Daytona 16523, I think, mm-hmm. um, with the Zenith movement, like two tone Zenith movement, golden mm-hmm. dial. And mm. around the same time last year, it was like 11, 5, 12, 5,000 euros. Now mm. it's at least 20. Mm-hmm. Now it went mm. down a little bit to 19,5, but this, this mm. 7,500 euros that went up for a watch that isn't even popular. Like the, the, yeah. the least yeah. popular Daytona is the, the two tone one, you know? And yeah. for the other ones, they, they just exploded. Like who pays now yeah. 30,000 for a, a Submariner, steel Submariner in green, mm. like, like the Hulk? Am I correct in thinking that it exploded too quickly for people yes. to be like not wanting to pay those prices and now it's like, oh, we have to lower them because we're not be able to get those? I think also the the, the, the popular yep. uh, models like the Tiffany, the OP Tiffany and probably the Hulk and some of them are the ones that have shot up the most, which have now corrected the most as well. So so this sort of a strange one because if you take the, the, the Tiffany Blue Oyster Perpetual, which is massively popular, Mm-hmm. It's um, despite its popularity, it's kind of corrected more than some of the others as well. So it's so so whether that's gonna, it's everything else is gonna follow. Um, the other thing, you know, are, are are other models gonna follow, or is it just gonna be the the the, the real overpriced ones? And if that happens to Rolex, is it going to happen to other brands, or has it started happening to other brands? And then, what's your thoughts on that one? I didn't yeah. look at other brands. <laughs> yeah, I think the issue is that um, if if I heard rumors that maybe ADs, Rolex ADs, will sell used watches. So for them now, they, they might corner the, the secondary market 
much more than they do because imagine you're an AD, you're selling a Submariner for 9,800 or something like that mm -hmm. euros. And the guy that buys it or the girl that buys it, whoever, goes out and sells it for 15. So they're just pocketing 50% more of the price mm -hmm. just in their pocket. While in the AD, they can, like, let's say I'm working for the AD, the AD can sell me the watch and mm -hmm. I can sell the watch back to the AD with like, let's say 100 euros extra. And then the AD would sell it for 12.5. So now what mm -hmm. happens if I want to sell to buy a used watch, I go to the AD, I don't find the new Submariner, but I can pay 2,500 more and I get a used one instead of paying 5,000 more and getting a new one or a used one, you know? So if this yeah. happens, the whole market will be pushed down because the, the people mm -hmm. who have uh, 500, 600, 1,000 watches in stock, then, then you would take a, a, a massive hit mm -hmm. if you don't sell it now with these prices, if it went down. Do you, do you think there's too many people trying to have a cut? So yeah. in the sense, there's a massive demand. There's a, there's a lot of people got that sort of, oh, I've got to have a Rolex or I've done something like I've graduated or I've just got married or, and they see now people are seeing that as the go-to, you know, I've, I've achieved something. So I, I want to rule myself with Rolex and it seems to be the go-to watch that, you know, people, seeing that that can make money you know pe people who potentially have bought um you know have bought a number themselves so may maybe they've got five and they're happy with that but because they've got five that gives them the opportunity to go to the retailer so i want this watch I've, I've bought five off you i want this watch and the dealer says yeah you know we've had five and we know you're okay and you know you know and that person you know, could potentially go to the dealer, buy that watch for seven or eight thousand pounds, like I know it might be the Tiffany Blue OP or whatever, and then you know, sell it, um, sell that on for four times the price, you know, could make twenty, thirty thousand pounds. Are you saying you think certain people get special privileges at their AD? Well, well, they do because it's all about having a history, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Of so I've got no history with an AD. So if I said I want a particular watch, you know, if it's certainly, if it's anything popular, they'd probably laugh. But if it's anything not as popular, um, they'd pro I'd probably still have to put my name down and, and potentially would have to wait, you know, X amount of time. It could be a couple of years, whatever. But for somebody who is going to that shop regular, has got a little bit of um, knows them, started to know them, has bought five or six watches over the last few, you know, year, couple of years. And, and it might be that they were genuine, but I I just got, you know, what's stopping people? Because we talked about flipping the other day. And, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, anyone is just thinking to themselves, you know, I've got some Rolex. I've done really well with them. I can't really go wrong now. You know, I've made plenty of money. I don't want any more for myself. But, you know, what's the stop? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you just go to the dealer, buy it and sell it on? I mean, it's it's really bad that, that those people, it should almost work the way around. If you've bought five watches off Rolex, Rolex should say, well, you've got five watches, so give someone else a chance. But they don't. It's the, it's the wrong way yeah. around in the sense that, you know, the, all them people now are, I, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more people going in there, buying them watches and then in a position to sell them on and make money. And there's too many people doing that and wanting cuts and things, putting the prices up, and it, I don't know, you know, if they start to fall, how far will they fall? Because 
there could be a massive correction. I don't know. It might not be to 15, 20%. It could be 50%. But that won't be, you know, obviously won't affect real t- retail prices because they're pretty sensible, aren't they? It's, it's the, it's the buy-in, buy-in used, isn't it, that's the problem? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think also in Dubai, uh, they they didn't or Emirates, the whole Emirates, they didn't. They are doing a new system that uh, you cannot buy more than one or two watches from steel watches per year for Rolex, because mm. you know in the in, in the Gulf uh, area, uh, you could go buy a, every day a new watch and, and don't I fucking hate watches. I fucking hate those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can't buy more than two Rolexes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. yeah, I have to go to other brands. Yeah. Oh, Again, what? To buy this Breitling stuff. They were... Come on, Pet Tiger. We'll yeah, leave exactly. <laughs> they were talking about limited, though, the amount people could have a few years ago, not just, not you know, pretty much everywhere with Rolex, I think, as well. There's also been the situation, a bit like what you said, Abdul, where Rolex dealers have also been selling, people are coming into the shop and they're saying, look, keep this between us, mate, but, you know, this watch that's £8,000, You've got no history, etc. But if you want to give me 20,000, 20, you can have it, you know. And some of the, some of the Rolex dealers have been, do you know Very what I mean? Dubious. I know a few of them have been Very called dubious, out yeah. and probably banned or whatever, but, yeah. you know, it's just like everybody's wanting a cut, you know, and, and some people are doing that probably in a more dishonest way. Yeah, um, like the, but, the more honest way is like I, I faced it two times. I called mm. uh, the AD next to my house mm. and I told them like, hey, I bought a watch from you before a couple of years ago, blah, blah. Mm. And I want to come uh, and, and check out the, the Explorer one because mm. I have an Explorer 2 and I want to add an Explorer one. So okay. she was like, yeah, of course, get your Explorer 2 with you, leave it here for service, and mm. then we'll put your name on the list for the Explorer one. Mm-hmm. That means I go pay 1,400 euros for a service that I don't need just to put my name on the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, what they used to do, if you said it, you walked in and say, I want um, you know, a popular a popular Rolex, they, they used to say, well, yeah, if you, if you buy two or three, the, the not so popular watches. Mm-hmm. But then in a sense, that means they've been selling the, the, the less popular watches, which has made all the, all the watches difficult to buy. Where I suppose a few years back, you could go and buy the not so popular models, you know, like, like we, we talked about the air King the other week. There's a lot of people don't, don't seem to like the air King. I personally, mm-hmm. I, I like it and I'd go and buy one if I could, um, you know, and people like me would have a chance to, to, to get in on the Rolex by buying something like a less popular model, but it, I like it. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm not given that opportunity because people are going in and saying, I want a Daytona and they're saying, well, yeah, buy an air King and buy something else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then again, I just I think the system doesn't work, does it? And if there is a correction, I think in some ways Rolex will be will will, will be to blame for that because of the way that they do the selling at the minute. But Rolex they, doesn't have anything right, to do they? with it. You know, Rolex doesn't have anything to do with it. It's the eighties. It's the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, like, but do, do they Rolex, not dictate? Uh, do they not no, dictate no, what no. the eighties do? No, no, um, they sell the watch like 30% off mm-hmm. or 40% off for oh, the... Okay. So the AD is already mm-hmm. doing 30, 40% off uh, the price. And then dubious ADs from, like you said, like mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine who just mm-hmm. got a Datejust 41 mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. himself. And the only way that he got, can get it like right now, he bought a, a, a Datejust two-tone with diamonds for his wife. 
So he mm. overpaid wow. for a, a, a Datejust diamonds for his wife mm. to get the Datejust 41 and blue dial uh, yeah. Roman numerals now, you know, yeah. without wow. any kind of overprice. That's so what people it, want. They want it now. That's that's what that's the other the other factor. Yes, which is exactly. stoking the market. It's it's a bit like the the um, the moon swatch. People paid mm-hmm. two or three thousand because they want it now. And, and it is following the same pattern. Bizarrely, we're talking about a really rubbishy, cheap plastic watch compared to Rolex, but it's it seems to be following a similar pattern, doesn't it? Which is absolutely yeah. bizarre. Supply and demand, you know? I don't blame them. It's like, why do you think Amazon's so popular? Mm. Two-day delivery, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go buy on eBay. I'm not going to go buy on somewhere else because I can get my thing right now for $100 a month versus waiting two, three, four weeks to get something from China. Well, yeah. I was reading, I was reading yeah, about the Moonwatch the other day and, you know, the hype isn't gone because apparently as soon as they come into the shops, like you you take um, the Swatch shop in London, somebody said they 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 walk, go they live quite close to them, go in there regular, but you have to be in there at the exact time that they get delivered because as soon as they get delivered, everybody storms the shop mm. and just buys them and they've, and they've gone within minutes again. Jeez, that's so, crazy. You know, you've still got you've got a sort of similar thing, obviously a much much lower sort of price level and thing there. And it's people because people want people are caught up in the hype, but people also want it now. That's mm-hmm. the thing, and that's what's happening with Rolex. I'm not even allowed in some like my ads because of my age. I'll go to the ad and they'll be like escorting me, not even close to like the Rolexes or the Omega. They'll like mm-hmm. stick me down near like I don't know. The, the cheaper ones, like the, you know, the cr- cheaper watches in their section. They won't even let me go. And be like, oh, can I go, ch-? you know, oh, uh, we'll, we'll get someone to go, you know, open this case up for you and no one ever comes. You, you, you've got to, you've got to sort of, you know, just put your shirt and tie on and, and, and perhaps take take your sort of dad or uncle or something, you know, take someone older or whatever, you know. <laughs> I just wish I was a billionaire once just so I could like, you know, give them peace of my mind, you know. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, what's this one? This, like, find the most expensive one and just pull out a wad of cash. Oh, but I'm not going to buy it from you guys because you've... Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. yeah. yeah we've, you know, like, you treated me best. not well not well enough. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Hey, exactly. Back, Where back was my days. champagne? Where was my this? You guys did that yeah. to this guy, but not... You know what I'm saying? I just... you, you do judge, though, don't you? Because obviously you're, you're, you a, you're a young chap, aren't you? You know? Yeah. And... You know, so you do judge like young people probably haven't got enough money to really be serious about buying the Rolex or whatever. And I think in sales you do that too, because like I, I prejudge people all the time. Sometimes when I'm selling, you know, the cars, like I had a 22 year old come in. I'm thinking in my head, she's not going to buy a 72 thousand dollar car. Sure enough, she did, and I'm like, she's, you know, yeah. like what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to say, like I yeah. was kind of blowing it off, like oh, you know, she's going to come around and waste my time. But did you manage to get a phone number, Bill? I wish. <laughs> she took a plane here. A plane. She's like, been per- like, perfect new girlfriend material for you, mate. Yeah, yeah. She was eight feet tall. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Basketball player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's come from a good start. <laughs> she can reach the top shelf for me at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the issue also is that uh, this, this uh, you know, like stereotypes, you know, like people... Uh, it's just the biasing, you know, like we all have biases yep. and we, we all project these biases and the people that work in sales have these biases more than us because they see people every day. You see 100 uh, people come inside. So 90 of them, they just come and ask and they're like, okay, they were between the age of this and this and you put a category for them and then you 
feel like okay and mm-hmm. every time like i go visit a, a different ad somewhere in, in 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 eastern europe or something like that i was never treated badly to be honest like one time really? i was in elang and zona um a boutique in in Bulgaria, and I knew more about the watches than the guy that was selling the watches. And <laughs> I ended up like drinking coffee, getting like a couple of books from Elanganzona, like catalogs wow. for free. Yeah. Even though I told them like I'm not buying, I just came inside to look mm. at the watches and because good. I love Elanganzona, and uh, and they were like, oh okay, actually. And then mm. the, the whole <laughs> idea is that. I, I'm telling them from the start, but if I go somewhere and I'm, 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 I want to buy, I tell them like, hey, look, uh, I went to, uh, one time I was in, in a Rolex boutique in, uh, in uh, Amsterdam. No, uh-huh. in Rotterdam, sorry. Uh-huh. And I actually had the cash money to buy the watch. Like, I wanted to buy uh-huh. a watch for my mother as a gift. And I had the money in the watch. So I I talked to them and they were like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take you here and show you there. And I'm like, just took my wallet out with, with the cash money to buy the watch. And I was like, I have the money now to buy the watch. So I, w- I need to see it now. I, I don't need to wow. uh, wait until this. Nice and then, oh, okay, yeah. could you maybe go have lunch? And then they showed me the watches. And I was like, okay, I'll go have lunch and then come back. And the issue is when I went to have lunch, I lost the money. But <laughs> that's not oh. the, Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Everyone's yeah, losing was... money in the, the dams, dude. I'm getting damned in Amsterdam. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. Don't, 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 um, don't carry lots of money in your wallet. And, <laughs> yeah, and and never again. And I carried every credit card. I had every credit card. I had the whole oh. money for the trip mm. because I was like, okay, I'll go buy the watch. And maybe if I find the watch for my wife, I'll 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 I'll, I'll drop mm. it uh, also on the credit cards. So I pay one with cash and one with credit cards. And at the end, I just lost all the cards, all oh. the money. And I was like, okay. Oh. I, but now, now, you know, lessons learned, lessons learned. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Wow. I yeah. don't think I've ever balled out like that. I don't think I've ever like, I never bought in a watch from a dealer or anything like that. I've never had the, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I want to that one day, one day I'm going to go in and just be like, hey, you, you will, you're, you're young, you will, you're yeah. young chap. You're young. Yeah. So what, what, what do we think will be the extent of this um, price correction guys? So, well, it depends where the world's heading. Cause no one knows. Are we going to go into a recession? Are we going to go into a depression? Are we, we're going somewhere. We just don't know where. So, so get your, your crystal ball out. And, and what do you predict? I can't predict it at all because it's weird. It's where it's like, uh, it's almost like everything says that we're going to be going into a depression, but everyone's mm. spending and exploding and do mm. and acting like the world's completely normal. It's kind of it's a weird place. Mm-hmm. No one's freaking no, out. I about don't think I don't happening. think everyone is because if you take our country, I mean, there's people now that because you know the cost of living energy energy bills like the price of electric gas as as an example mm-hmm. um you know is restricting people's you know what money they've got available for luxury items like watching things yeah and that you know so i don't i mean we, we are lucky us three aren't we and there's a lot of people like because don't get me wrong that i've got money for luxury items but i think Certainly in the UK, more and more people are not any longer fitting that category. I've noticed also on social media, more people saying, you know, there's a watch, there's a watch for sale. So if you go on a certain site of a certain watch brand, like on Facebook, and then you see one for sale and it's like, oh, I've had this two months and it's in mint condition, blah, blah, blah. And then, then it'll be like, you know, unfortunately, I've got to sell this. I need to get some money, sort of thing. And I've seen more of that now. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yes. Yes. Mm. I've, I've, 
noticed that yeah, a lot just recently. I, I think like uh, like Bill was saying, the, the the it's like an uncertain time. Like if you look at the charts, mm. the DXY mm. chart, the chart for mm. the US dollar, it's the highest since it's the last, uh, I think, 12 years mm. or something like that. Yeah. Inflation yeah. in Germany, highest since 40 years. Inflation in US, highest since 40 years. UK. Inflation in UK, same. So you're looking at numbers that... Uh, uh, mm. when the dollar is getting more and more valuable, it's even now almost pairing with the euro. That mm. means that the purchasing power of the people that would have a lot of dollars in cash mm. is getting higher. But the thing is, not everybody has their money in cash. You're, mm. you're talking about the 1% of the people that have uh, uh, backup cash uh, plans to buy anything when it goes down. So I think we are just on the cusp of either... Yeah continuing the trajectory upwards or starting this massive correction that will take us through the summer then mm-hmm. and I, I, no one knows where it's gonna go it's scary it really mm-hmm. is exactly and it's, then, it's, i don't know where the war is at what's what's going on with i haven't heard anything new from yeah there's still raging well, there's predictions still raging, that's gonna be long term uh, as well yeah that's the whole idea you i'm worried about china. world war three china's yeah, you have china at the one hand they want the zero COVID policy so you have uh, uh, logistical supply issues uh, on the other hand, you have Russia and Ukraine war, where 80% of the uh, 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 food, almost the, the oils and the bread come from there. Mm-hmm. So in Germany, I just mm-hmm. bought yesterday uh, uh, um, oil, like frying oil, five liters for 20 euros. Jeez. Because in all the other shops, it was five euros per liter. Jeez. Imagine that. And I paid four euros per liter and I felt like I'm, I'm getting a deal, you know? Jeez. like mm-hmm. uh, So imagine... Just oil is is that expensive. Petrol is two liters, uh, two euros and something per liter. Oh, petrol so, is going to massive, aren't it? It's, really it's crazy. Expensive. It's crazy. Mm. You know, I wonder like, what that uh, is in a gallon. Like we do by gallons. A gallon is four liters. So gallons uh, four liters. So yeah. So out. if yours is two, two, four, six, eight. Oh no, ours eight is something. Ours, yeah. Eight something, and ours is like four, uh, four dollars, four twenty-nine. Wow, yeah, that's mm. that's, oh, yeah. that's it's, it's really expensive. Cheaper, yeah, 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 yeah. than us. So uh, I. Didn't China just back Russia too? Didn't China yes. just say like, hey, you yes. know, if this yes. thing goes down, we're going to be on your side? Yes. I, I think also with China, there, there, there is a bit of worry that what's happening in China with the coronavirus could suddenly become um, a complete new strand and everything which goes around just like it did so yeah, we, could, I, we could be. I don't think so. I don't think that it's, uh, even if it's a new variant, I don't think that it will be uh, affecting on the people anymore. Now, now the people mm-hmm. are like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not vaccinated, but I know people that are four times vaccinated and they got it, mm-hmm. got it multiple times, got mm-hmm. COVID multiple times. Mm-hmm. So now everybody vaccinated or not vaccinated, they are not afraid anymore because it's kind of like the common yeah. cold. It's like the flu. Everybody got it exactly. So mm-hmm. now they have so to find something. To make mm. us more fearful. So what what has make us? But more it is fearful? uncertainty, more? isn't it? That, that's what we think. But it is it yeah. does create extra uncertainty. You know, there's a war that that seems could be long term. It seems it could develop into more nations. That you know, the, the, there's uncertainty. <laughs> things like China. There's prices going up. There's inflation. Think of what we've been through in the last just four years alone. Oh, crazy. A, nas- crazy. a pandemic, yeah. international pandemic, yeah. a frigging crisis, a war, about to be World War Three. frigging inflation. And for the UK, <laughs> and for the UK, Brexit as well. 
Brexit. Yeah, Brexit yeah, as well. Yeah, craziness. Bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Absolute craziness. Yeah. If it's, somebody it's came and mad. told me in 2022 I would be going to the supermarket and not finding what I want to buy here in Germany, and mm. even when I find it, I cannot buy maximum one, and I have to pay four times the price, mm. and I have to go every day in the morning to find if they have toilet paper or not, I, I would have told this person like, "You're crazy. This will never me happen." Me too. Me too. In China, people wearing masks, and I exactly. used to think that's so weird. I would never wear a mask. That would never happen. You here, you know? Yeah. So, oh so, so with all that said, guys, what? What? Make a prediction. You just drink it to make a prediction. What, I think we'll have a red summer. I think we'll have a red summer. It's going to be. Yeah, red is good. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Thirty percent. They're going to go down thirty percent, and all your watches are going to follow. I think it's going to be um, in the black. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good this summer. A lot of people spending, and then all of a sudden, mm. towards when it starts to get wintry, boom. You think so? I think I think it started now, and they're gonna. There's going to be a sort of 25-30% correction. That's that's what I think. You you think it's going to go the other way? What do you think, yeah. Abdul? I think it's it will go uh, uh, like the financial system. Like I, I I feel like we're going sideways a bit to the downside, mm. but sideways. And I think it would be now a turning point. Either people will use uh, watches as assets, like like we we saw online. Like mm. I sold ten watches the past month because mm-hmm. I wanted to have the money free up for the other watch, and it was easier to sell watches than any other asset I have. Mm, you know, maybe crypto is yeah. easier and, yeah. and and faster, but I see the potential more in in crypto mm. or in Bitcoin, for instance, than other watches that mm. I sold. So I think now people will be like realizing, okay, I need money. I have to either sell assets in uh, um, mm. stocks, crypto, uh, mm. stuff like that, or watches. And as soon as they decide which asset to sell. I think we'll see now a, a big move, but I think we'll see a, a, a move to the downside first because mm. the dealers are just offloading now the pieces that they have extra in there. Mm. So they just reduce the risk because imagine, uh, Bill, you are a dealer, you have 100 uh, uh, Rolex uh, uh, steel watch that you bought over list. So now you want to reduce your risk by selling them uh, with profit, of course, but a little less than the price that you wanted to make. Yep. So let's say you you sell 30 pieces, so you have 30% more less risk. So I think there would be just a risk reduction yeah. in that area. Well, so sell, a correction, well, but not so much. Sell high as well. Sell wide. You know, if prices are high and you're thinking of what assets to sell and you think they're going to drop, then the watches are the thing to sell, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And if yeah. it starts, if it starts, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a knock-on effect, isn't it? Yeah, I think it will cascade because a lot of watches like Gerard Perigo, Gerard Perigo, Laureato, I was looking at it last year. Mm. People were like calling me on the phone, talking to them from an AD and Mm. they're telling me, come and I'll give it you 40%. Like you get Mm. a 40% discount. Like Mm. you would pay just 100 euros or 200 euros more than the used price online. So come and buy it from me. And I'm like, oh no, yeah. Now it's uh, uh, over MSRP, selling over MSRP. Mm. So because the people are like, okay, I cannot get a Royal Oak, I cannot get a Nautilus, I cannot get an Aquanaut, I cannot Mm. get uh, a a Daytona. So what can I get? I search for the next best thing. And and it's just cascading Mm. on the other brands. Mm. And when this happens to the big ones, the Patek, the AP, Mm. the Vacheron Constantin, Rolex, and so on, it will just trickle down on the other Mm. ones as well. Well, I've seen some micro brands that have readjusted their prices the last this month, you know, the last month or two. 
and they've not their price. You know, a watch they might sell for a thousand pound, they're now selling for say seven hundred pound. Well, so thirty percent to micro brands. So, and, and we're not talking as much money. If a thousand pound goes goes seven hundred pound, yeah, obviously yeah. we're not talking as much money, but it's still thirty percent, isn't it? You know, across the board potentially. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that also the the issue is that uh, in the last six months, people were like, okay, we can, it's it's just going up, you know, like uh, a normal bull market. Everybody's bullish, everybody's excited, mm. and these micro brands said, okay, my production cost is two hundred euros. I'll mm. sell it for one thousand. Of yeah. course, the, people are not buying it because now they have so many options. And then they said, mm. "Okay, no, I won't buy it." So when they take thirty percent off, they're yeah. still making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But for the buyer, the prospective buyer, they're like, "Ah, I'm getting a better deal." Yeah. Well, but they're not going to buy. I mean, who's going? You know, especially once they listen to our uh, podcast, who's going to buy a Rolex now? You know, at the minute, you, it's uncertainty, isn't it? If you buy MSRP. Buy it, you know. Well, like wait for the crash. Oh, yeah, course, yeah. The crash. If you get one at retail, obviously you get retail buy, of course. Get it. But it's... otherwise, like Bill said, wait for the crash. Mm. I, I always have like a, a saying that I always use in, in almost everything when I buy: buy when the there is blood on the street, like when everybody's panicking and everybody's like, "Oh, mm. the world is going yeah, to yeah. end. This is yeah. Armageddon." That's the mm. time where I buy it because people mm. will be selling it so much, much less than its value. In these mm. times, because they just panicking and what, like that. like the ruble, mm. like the ruble, you know, like ruble fell seventy percent in four days, mm. and wow. now it's highest since ten years. Yeah, so rubles, where's the, the, the uh, yeah. Russian currency? Oh, Russia. Mm. Buy low, sell high, guys. That's it. If we can, yeah. If you just know when the low and high is, what it is, you know, because how exactly. do you know? You might think it's low, but it might still drop another quite a lot. How's more, property you know? over there? How's you guys, uh, is slowing down property is slowing down because oh, it, my, it's, my, it's my been very buoyant in the UK. Selling. It's been Exploding. very, very buoyant in the UK yeah. for quite yeah, a few years. It follows London in the UK and it has slowed down mm -hmm. quite a bit. That's what it was in Boston. I went and was looking at apartments, and you see this room behind me mm -hmm. this exact room, but imagine a kitchen where this TV is like a little kitchen at $1,500 and an extra $300 a month for parking yeah. on the wow. street. Wow. On the street, so much. <laughs> I know, insanity. And then they go, "We got a state-of-the-art gym," and it's uh. In <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Shake weights, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so this was watch talk across the pond. We have Dean from One to Watch. We have Abdul from Abdul R Watches, and I am Bill from Not a Watch Knob. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Cheers, guys. That was good talking to you. Uh, it was great seeing you guys. Great seeing you guys.